This evening, we have walked through the betrayal, the arrest, the trial, the suffering, the crucifixion and death of Jesus. Matthew's account offers so much detail, so much to reflect on all throughout his account of the crucifixion of Christ. But tonight, I just want to home in on one small detail. I want to focus on one short sentence here toward the end of Matthew's account. Look back with me at verse 51 in chapter 27. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. That short sentence, that little detail is packed full of good news. It's packed full of biblical truth. And so we're just gonna sit here tonight in this small verse and we're gonna unpack some of these truths. And by the end of it, we're gonna have two ways that this is good news for us on Good Friday. But first, we're talking about two things that frankly we're not extremely familiar with. A temple and a veil, or a curtain as Matthew calls it. I'll call it a veil tonight. So let's understand a couple things about the curtain or the veil in the temple. They have multiple purposes, mainly the temple has multiple purposes, but one of the temple's purposes was that it was the place where the Spirit of God uniquely dwelt on earth. Think back to 1 Kings chapter 8. King Solomon builds this temple. And the priests, they take the Ark of the Covenant into the inner part of the temple, this newly built temple. And as soon as they leave, the text reads, a cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. So the temple is not just, it's not just some building. It's not just some religious place or a place sacrifices were done. It is the place where God's glory uniquely dwelt on earth. It is where heaven comes down and meets earth. Through the temple, there's access to the presence of God. The veil, however, served a different purpose. Instead of being something so great where God's glory is dwelling on earth, the veil kept us away from the presence of God's glory. It was a giant keep out sign, keeping man from the presence of his glory, a relationship with him. And this is not something new to the temple. This is a story from the beginning. In the garden, when man was with God, and God was with man, but man sinned. And when man sinned, man had to leave the garden. They were cast out and separated from the special dwelling place of God's presence. And there's these warrior angels on the curtain separating man from the presence of God. And on the veil, there are warrior angels to remind us that sin is why we cannot go in. Sin is what keeps us from the presence of of God. Isaiah reminds Israel of this as they are sinning and refusing to listen. He says, your iniquities, your sins, your transgressions, your disobedience, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. 
Their sin separated them. And he says, your sin has hidden his face from you. Not you from his face, but you don't get to behold the beauty of your God because of your sin. You are separated. Because of our sin, the veil separated man from God. And crossing the veil meant death unless there's a sacrifice made. Unless there's a sacrifice provided. A death must happen because the wages of sin is death. So to enter into the holy place of God, to cross the veil, death must be paid. So what's in view here when we talk about the temple and the veil is something really good, something amazing, the presence of God uniquely dwelling with man. And it's something really bad. It's a reminder that we cannot be with him because of our sin. In reality, this is a reminder for all of man in all of time. This story about a temple in a veil thousands of miles away, thousands of years behind us is a reminder today to the reality in which we all live, separated from God because of our sin. We have all sinned and we all have fallen short of the glory of God. We see it in the actions we and others do to one another. We see it in our own hearts as we, when we don't love God and seek him and obey him as we ought to. We see it in the hateful speech we use, the violence in our communities, injustice in our communities and around the world. We see sin and it's undeniable and we feel it. We feel it in our hearts. Our hearts ache because of it. Our tears evidence the fact that there is pain and suffering and separation from God. And our constant desire to justify ourselves, we reveal the guilt that our hearts truly feel. We have sinned. And just as the temple had a veil separating man from the presence of God, our sin still today keeps us from the presence of God. So how is this, the tearing of the curtain, how is this good news? Well, here's our two reasons. First, this is good news because it shows that Jesus' death is the death sufficient to pay for our sins. Remember, you cannot go beyond the veil without the forgiveness of your sin. You could not cross the veil except with the sacrifice to pay the penalty for your sin. So to make a sacrifice, what the high priest would do is he would bring an animal to the temple. He would lay his hand on it and saying, you are me. My sins and the punishment thereof go to you. And then he would sacrifice it and sprinkle its blood on the altar. And the blood of the sacrifice, the substitute, is what paid for the sins of the people. But see, what Jesus has done is so much better. What he has done, he has not brought another sacrifice. No, he has brought himself, the perfect sacrifice, the spotless sacrifice, the last sacrifice. He takes upon himself 
all the sins of his people, taking all the punishment and wrath for our sins. So he doesn't say, we don't look at him and say, you are me. He looks at us and says, I am you. I take your sin. I take your wrath. I am you. He took our sins and our sorrows. He made them his very own. He bore the burden to Calvary and he died and suffered alone. And so the veil split in two, showing that the last sacrifice, the sufficient sacrifice has been made. The perfect substitute has been provided. There is forgiveness for our sins in the blood of Jesus. The veil between God and man is split because the blood of Jesus has been spilt. Friends, what this means is that the sacrifice has been made. Praise God. The sacrifice required to pay for our sins has been made in Jesus' death on the cross. And because of this, Jesus is the only sacrifice that we need. We don't need to look to ourselves to pay for our sins. No, in taking our sins, Jesus calls us to look to him. He says, my blood will cleanse you. He says, my blood will shield you from the wrath of God that your sins deserve. I will take it. Look to Jesus. We can think with the world and with our hearts that we need to provide something. We need to fix ourselves. We need to do this. But friend, hear me. Jesus paid it all. Look to your sufficient Savior on his cross. Do not look to other sacrifices. Rest in the sufficient sacrifice of your perfect Savior. Know that it is only by the blood of Jesus that our debt is paid, and that it is by the blood of Jesus that our debt is paid in full. There is no other sacrifice, just our Savior taking our sin. The first reason the tearing of the veil is good news is because it shows us Christ's death pays for our sins and that his death is enough. The second reason this is good news is a direct result of the first, because the curtain is torn and access is granted again through the blood of Christ, our Lamb. Our sins are paid for, and once again, we can be with God. The curtain has been removed, meaning Jesus' death, through his death, access to God is granted. And friends, this tearing is not only forgiveness of our sins, it's a call home. It's a call home to where we are supposed to be. Christ, having made the payment for the sins of his people, opened up for us by his blood the way back into the heavenly sanctuary we were supposed to be in. We no longer have to stand on the porch. We don't have to stand outside. Christ has opened the door. We can come on in, kick our shoes off, sit down. We can feast and have joy with our God once again in his home with his presence, because Jesus tore the veil. This is good news. And this invitation to come home, to come home to the God who knows you and loves you through the blood of Jesus is for all. This is not an invitation for some. 
through Jesus, it's not merely the high priest anymore that gets to go beyond the veil. No longer is it the high priest that's the one that can lay his hands on the lamb and receive forgiveness. It is all of Jesus' people who by his blood have been redeemed and brought back to the Father. It is all people of all walks of life, of all backgrounds, of all languages, of all ages, all can obtain access to God by faith in Christ, in his blood. Friend, it is you. It is you. By God's grace to you, it is through faith in Jesus' death as the sufficient sacrifice that you can come home to God. And today, this access leads to a restoration of relationship with God. We are once again his children. We are his people held and tenderly cared for and guided home to be with him because of Jesus. And we are, our relationships are restored with one another who are in Christ as well. We are brought into a family. We are given a community that all have one thing in common, and that is redemption by the blood of Christ on his lamb, on his cross. We are restored to God and to his people today. And one day, it will be more than a relational restoration. It will be a creational restoration. We will be with God where everything is right. There's no more stain of sin. There's no more people hurting you. There's no more death. There's no more tears and sorrow and mourning. It will be a new city where God will dwell with man and they will be his people forever where he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and death will be no more. There will be no more funerals on Good Friday. Neither shall there be mourning or crying. It is where there is no darkness because the glory, our Savior, will be our lamp. And the gates of the city will never shut And the people of all nations will be together, united with their God forever. Because the veil is torn. We can come back home to our God. This is the good news of Good Friday. This is the good news of the temple curtain tearing the small little verse in this detail-filled, amazing story of the love of our Savior, this small little verse shows us that the payment has been made and the access and the call home has been given through the blood of Jesus, our Savior. Would you pray with me? Father, tonight we reflect, we ponder, we sit and listen to your word and the story of our Savior who came and sought us and did all that we cannot do 
and took all that we deserve, dying on the cross for us, our substitute, our lamb, and taking away the punishment of our sin, but even better, Father, calling us home to you. Help us, Father, to marvel at our Savior tonight. Help us to feel the pain of death and seeing the joy of the payment made by our Savior. Father, we pray that your word penetrates into our hearts and stirs in us a love and a devotion for our Savior. We pray this in his name. Amen.